Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It! At the Roundtable, we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing BTS Map of the Souls album song named On. This song is one of my favorite songs from this album. Again, I'm not particularly fond of the newer things that BTS is coming out with. From basically Map of the Soul forward, it's just not my thing, and I could go into a lengthy and very linear discussion on to why it's not, but I'm not doing that in this podcast. This podcast is just about why I like On. The reason I like On is because it makes me laugh, and the reason it makes me laugh is whenever I hear this song, for some reason, I see Watson. And I don't know why. If anyone's familiar with Sherlock Holmes and Watson from the series, I see Watson because when I hear this song, I see Watson basically writing down his diatribe on why he doesn't like working with Sherlock Holmes because he has to get up. He has to go to cases. It's such a hard life. And I don't mean it weird, but when I hear on... I just see Watson writing in his book as the Sherlock's home stories are progressing, and it makes me laugh. Again, I know certainly that's not what this song was made for. This song was made to express the struggle that the members of BTS have being popular and having, you know, sold out tickets at stadiums and having to go to Paris and all these places. And I realize that that's a struggle, but also I'm going, you know, a lot of people would love the opportunities that they have. Now, granted, that might not be the members of BTS. They might like to be home, you know, at their place, you know, making music and not having to go on tour. And I totally get that on one respect. But also, as someone who looks at this without laughing, I'm going, you know, life may be difficult, but it's not, you know, a bad life. I mean, And I'm not trying to get in a huge diatribe here that would cause anyone who likes BTS to be upset. I'm just saying a lot of people would love the opportunities that BTS currently has. Um, That wouldn't be me because I would hate traveling around the world doing concerts. So I totally get not liking that. But I also think for their fan base, it's a little sad in, in one respect that this song shows that they don't like what they do. Because every time somebody pays for a ticket to go to a concert and enjoys that concert if you're a thinking person you're sitting there going they're miserable right now according to on and i'm not trying to be bad here i'm simply looking at this from a completely linear standpoint going if they really don't want to you know travel and do the concerts i totally get that i get that it might have its own set of problems and difficulties and pain as they say but also it's it's an opportunity And it's kind of like I was watching a um, Porsche arm video, which if you haven't seen those on YouTube, you definitely should check them out. I I don't watch a lot of um, things that aren't like, you know, BL drama or Asian drama that are on YouTube or music clips because I'm not really into like the reality TV thing. But there are a few groups that I subscribe to and one of them happens to be Porsche arm. And the reason I subscribe to them is Number one, I love their cooking videos. They're great. Number two, the camaraderie of that couple is really neat to see. And the positive nature of a relationship in a world that really doesn't have very many positive relationships shown on any level. And the thing I really liked about this, which I know it's kind of a digression, but I'm bringing it to the forefront because they made a comment. Because Porsche and Arm are a homosexual couple that got married a few years ago. I think they're celebrating their 10th year anniversary this year. 
and they live in Thailand. And someone asked them, you know, why is it in your in your channel that you have on YouTube? You are always positive. You really don't show any negative aspects of your relationship. And Portia and I were sitting there at this um, TV show that they were interviewed in, and they're going, you know, our relationship isn't perfect. We have moments that, you know, one or both of us, you know, aren't happy with certain aspects of our relationship, but we're not going to show that on film. We're going to show the moments that we are happy on film, that we are getting along well, that we are progressing our relationship in a healthy manner, because there's enough in the news about relationships that go wrong. And I think that's kind of my feeling of on if I'm not sitting there thinking of Watson about it, which when I turn that song on, I sit there and I think about Watson. I mean, I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. And I mean, that's not the intention of this song. This song is supposed to be a, a deep probing discussion into the difficulties of traveling as an international band, which I totally get on one level. But on the other level, I'm sitting there enjoying thinking about Sherlock in my head because my imagination runs wild and there's pigs up there sometimes that run amok, as they say in Beatrix Potter. But anyway... I think it kind of goes back to Portion Arm's comments because, you know, almost every band, if you're interviewed, is saying how difficult it is to handle the show on the road, to do all this stuff, to come out with another album. And, you know, that is true on one hand, but on the other hand, I think it's also true to say that, you know, BTS is one of the, I think it's the only Korean K-pop band that was ever invited to the Grammy Awards this last year. I mean, that is monumental history. And it's the only Korean K-pop band that hit the Billboard Top 100 with their song Dynamite. Again, you can listen to my review on Dynamite. I really don't get why it's so popular. But, you know, that's another side note. And they did make the Top 100 on Billboard. So, I mean, these are things that no Korean K-pop band has ever done before. And instead of maybe talking about the pain that's involved in the struggle to do that, maybe, you know, doing something that, you know, no band I really know of has done and sitting there going, I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to hit the top 100. I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to be in the Grammy Awards. And, you know, we have the opportunity to travel the world. And yeah, that might come with its own struggles. That might come with, you know, jet lag. That might come with, you know, having to deal with, you know, Jimin and J-Hope getting exhausted and not being ready to do a concert like they would if they were back home. And I totally get that. But I'm thinking, you know, maybe instead of talking about the pain, talking about the opportunities that lie there. And again, this is not to berate anyone. It's just to look at things a little differently because I don't know. I think, you know, like Dr. Seuss, the man who wrote the children's book said, looking at the world with the binoculars turned the other way makes you think about things differently. And I really hope for BTS's sake, because I know like I was going to actually do a review on Filter and then I saw a music video on it and I'm like, this isn't the BTS that I remember from like their earlier works. Cause you know, I've watched some of their music videos and I'm like, this is going down a road that honor really doesn't go down. So, and that's no offense to BTS and that's no offense to anyone. And that's really even no offense to Anna. It's just, I'm going, 
I'm not putting that music video on Check It Slash Roundtable. And you know, you're probably going to go and look at it on YouTube and go, oh, that's why Anna didn't. And that's perfectly fine. I might still do a review of the song because I think it brings up a very interesting point, but I will definitely not be including a link to the music videos of the stage productions of that song for many obvious reasons. But I'm just saying as a listener who, you know, um, has seen them progress and who basically went from seeing their one in a million music video, which is super cute and kind of shows, and I don't mean cute as in they're cute human beings. I mean cute as in it's about basically they still have their innocence and zest for life as they're making that video and it shows. And their newer stuff is kind of missing that zest. And yes, actually their newest stuff is by far more popular right now than their stuff that was before. But again, I think in life it's often about what's your motivation. And if your motivation is to be successful, which isn't a bad motivation, I mean, personally, my motivation in life is to be successful, but not to be successful for the reasons most people are successful. I'm trying to be successful and I am successful in what I do because, you know, I know that by being successful, it's going to help the world be a better place because of the projects I'm working on. Or I know that by being successful, it's going to help the people I care about so that I can take care of them better. That is why, you know, I do what I do to be successful. I don't do it from a drive, you know, for fame or glory or all that, which I'm not even saying is wrong in some cases, but I'm saying if that's the motivation you're going for, I think you're going to get lost in the middle and then wonder why you got there. So I really like On, but again, it just makes me laugh, and I know that's not the intention of the song. This intention of the song was to show that the struggle of an international band trying to make sense of a world tour. And I get that struggle, but I also think that maybe... We need to look at things that we consider difficult that, you know, it's not like anyone is forcing BTS to go on a world tour. I mean, they decided to do this and not that, you know, that doesn't make it difficult, not that you don't even need to record the struggle, but also to record the opportunity. And I think that that might be maybe the conclusion of my review on on. And again, I like BTS. I mean, I don't know the people personally. I've never been to a BTS concert. I listen to them on my way to and from work. I listen to them, you know, when I'm mucking about my place doing production work and all that. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff on it does. I mean, I'm very, uh, yeah, yeah, I stay busy. But anyway, you know, I listen to them as somebody who just listens to them. And yeah, I have BTS posters and stuff, but it's kind of funny because people come to my house and they go, are you like a BTS fan? I go, no, those are just the boys. And they remind me of Bob because Bob was really into BTS for a while. And so when I look at the poster, it makes me smile and think of Bob. And then also it makes me think of my own kids because it's weird. I'm almost the same age as most people in BTS, but to me, they just seem like a bunch of boys. I mean, I don't mean it weird. It's like the brothers that I never had. I mean, I know that sounds weird, but it's kind of how I look at them. And most people don't look at them that way. And I totally get that. They have this whole fangirl thing and army thing, and it's very pronounced and strong and all that. But again, I'm not one of those people. I just enjoy the music. And I also really like like their DNA and how it brought 
interesting considerations on reincarnation and how history repeats itself that I'm not really seeing in a lot of other um, musical things. The only thing I can really see that reminded me of it that was a film production was the film series Until We Meet Again, which if you haven't seen it's a Thai drama series, you definitely should. It's it's a really, really interesting look at reincarnation. Again, reincarnation is one of those things that I'm going, you know, we don't know about the universe. I personally don't believe in reincarnation, but I know many people who do, and I figure it's a personal belief. And this was one of the few things that actually made sense for the reincarnation that I've seen in film as a Western viewer. Now, if I had been raised in Asia, I would probably get reincarnation a lot better, but I wasn't. So I don't really understand that whole thing. In that. And this, the Until We Meet Again and DNA were the best explanations of reincarnation I have ever seen that made sense on a logical level. And I'm just saying, if you haven't checked out um, Until We Meet Again, definitely do. going to be doing a podcast series on that um, series shortly after we finish to, until we are together with me the next chapter which we are going to finish because as i've said before finishing is good and this is my review of on again some people who like bts are not going to be really happy with this review again i like bts i really enjoy their music i just wish that you know knowing that they didn't enjoy their tours I mean, I probably wouldn't go to a uh, concert because I know that they're not really enjoying themselves. And I figure if that's the case, I really don't want to be there, you know, to experience the um, concert because I know that they're not having fun and it's not something that they enjoy. And, you know, especially after seeing some of the clips of Filter, I'm going, I definitely wouldn't fit in in a BTS concert now. I would have fit in fine at a BTS concert, you know, when they were doing the One in the Million tour. But um, the tours now, um, Anna wouldn't fit in well. And um, I'm, I I think know thyself, and that's the case there. And so, you know, with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye.